Hi, and welcome to another episode of Loli's Cafe. In this episode, we're going to review Strong Girl Namsoon episodes 13 and 14. So this is our second to last weekend. Next weekend, it's going to be the last two episodes of the show, 15 and 16. And there will be spoilers ahead. So let's get to them. So I think these two episodes are probably the most forward plot that we've had just moving the plot forward um i have to admit that i'm just really annoyed with the whole namsoon character and you know the point of these episodes are really to set us up for the final battle between gangnam soon and ryushio where they're gonna go at it in some kind of physical form in in probably episode 15 and then we'll see her win in episode 16 and then you know it'll be good feels from there with her and Gangi Sheik and and all that. So I think this show is just has been a poorly written show. I I don't know what else to say. I I enjoyed it and I didn't enjoy it. So as we come to these last two episodes, a little bit of reflection, right? So it, it started out with it, you know, obviously I'm a big fan of Strang Woman Du Bong Song and you know, I was just I really, really, we enjoyed that show. I had very high expectations for this show as well, you know, being how it's a spinoff from that show. But it it really has just been disappointing to to watch. I think Gangnam Soon from episode one is exactly the same as Gangnam Soon in episode 14. So we really have seen no growth for this character at all. And I think there were some really missed opportunities. I think, you know, obviously I'm a Ruscio fan and I know that he's, it's not easy to cheer for him, right? He's, especially in this last episode, I think they really set it up so that, that we wouldn't like him, but I still really feel for him, right? Especially with his backstory. So, you know, we have a contrast of this guy who's just kind of like a, he's Napun's, Napun, I'm not going to say the, the curse word in Korea, but he's a Napun Sanam, Napun, Napun Namja, right? He's a bad guy. And, and he's definitely like the villain in the story, but he's also a little bit broken. And, you know, you see this when he finds out that Setseg is Gangnam soon. It, it he just looks so broken. So the actor just did such a great job, just just demonstrating that feeling of betrayal, and just he doesn't understand. And he even says like, "Why did you do this?" And and I think we all wonder that too. Like, why did she do this? Because she really didn't need to blatantly lie to him so much. Where where really she was just kind of like this psychopathic liar. Where she just, you know, he's like, she's like, yeah, you can trust me. But but she really has no reason to lie to him, right? She's not an undercover police person. She's not an undercover cop. She's just doing this for, to help out her boyfriend. So it's just kind of like, yeah, she's doing this just to help out her man. Is that really something we want to see from from our heroine and and really she had zero empathy for him throughout this whole thing right like she called him a dirtbag after he was worried about her and and walked her home so so we see her just definitely not be swayed at all right like on I think on the early scenes together that they had there was so much chemistry there and just the way he looked at her the way she looked at him I think we really felt that chemistry a lot more than we were feeling the chemistry between 
her and the male lead. So at least for me, I was like, oh, maybe they're going to make some kind of twist or something. And, and obviously they are not going to do that at all. And I know that. And I know that he's definitely demonstrated he's the bad guy, right? Killing people, you know, selling drugs. But at the same time, I I felt for him when, when he was talking about Pavel and he asked, you know, she asked him, she met like basically the one of the Pavel bosses, this this lady who had given up her eye and and he tells her like Pavel's they're bad people. So the fact that he's calling somebody else bad to him means that there is some kind of worse thing out there than him. And, you know, whether his motivations to take down Pavel or just to become stronger than him, than them and and to just have that kind of strength that he really wants to overcome we see that that he thinks that they're bad but and and he shows that to nam soon but she still feels nothing about that so i think what i would have liked to see is that she grew as a person kind of wanting to dictate her own path instead of just doing what everybody else wants her to do i i would have liked to seen a little bit less giggling and and no offense to the actress, it just got so annoying. The hee hee hee, right? Like I just, I just got so annoyed by it. Like hee hee hee, like okay. And you know, I don't know if the film also suffered from bad timing because we had just watched the worst of evil, where we we're presented as as part of the worst of evil being lying to someone, getting their trust, and then betraying their trust. Right. So, so I don't know if it was just bad timing for this drama because we had. You know, we're still having those raw feelings from Jong Kichol getting betrayed, right? The the marriage of Park Jun Mo and, and Yu Jong breaking up. So so we have all those feelings from that. And if you haven't watched it, I apologize. But I think it's relevant to comparing the two dramas because here we see the same thing, right? We see this girl that is lying to a person who was in love with her. And and obviously, like, he loved her. Part of his love was, her, was for her strength. But you see that it's much more than that for him, how he feels for her, the things that he tells her, how open he is with her, just showing her everything that that he has, right? He just, for her, he's an open book. So... Having someone like that betray you that that you expose yourself to, of course, he's going to act the way that he's acting. I think that's expected, especially in his role as a kind of crime syndicate boss and in this age of social media. So I, I think that we expected of him in this position. And obviously, I feel like the writers did a poor job of getting us to root for Namsoon and her family and taking him down so I, I just think this show did a really poor job because I'm not rooting for them right I feel so bad for him that I don't necessarily want him to get into a fight with Namsoon I just want him to run away right and I'm like leave the country get on a boat you know start your empire elsewhere with a better business model right like like all these things are are what I'm feeling for him and none of them are oh, I can't wait till she takes down the bad guy and, and she fights in these awesome fights, right? So I'm not... And obviously this movie, it, this drama is different than Strong Woman, the Bong Song. So it's hard 
not to compare them because it is a spin-off and and you know it's it's just so hard not to compare them and it's such a I I feel bad for the writer because you know obviously the writer had some flaws with Strong Woman the Bong Song that's not by far the perfect drama although I always enjoy rewatching it I skip over the kind of um sometimes I'll watch the serial killer stuff sometimes I won't most of the time I skip skip over like the god jokes with the with the poop wine or whatever so I'll skip those but but I still watch it I still enjoy it I still get the feels watching her fall in love with Min Min I still get the feels watching her go from you know just being totally smitten with Jisoo's character to to just not even thinking about him and just seeing him as a friend and and discovering what love is and how she grows as a person and and she learns to control her power and here i don't really know what namsoon has learned from episode 1 to episode 14 so she's got two episodes to show us something but i just don't know what that's going to be that she's going to show right if if you ask me is this the same namsoon in episode 1 as namsoon in episode you know 14 they're exactly the same so there's no character growth for her it's This show is really more about the mom and her crime fighting and you know her empire and then we have the sister with the harmony so that's also like just okay I I I like the Halme I like harmony I like that she's strong and she's very confident obviously she's lived with her strength for such a long time that you know she knows it she knows her limits her whole And, and you know her her thing with her husband and her husband going away I think those are some interesting thoughts especially I think in Korea where they'll have I I forgot what they're called if they're called like goose dads or something like that where you know basically the guy will live in Korea by himself and then his family will live in like Canada or the US or something like that and and he'll work and send money there and he'll basically never see his family so in this In this version right the dad is actually the one overseas never contacting the family. We see that in the opposite. So which of course this this show has a lot of like role reversals and things like that. So it's not that her story isn't compelling it's just that maybe the way that it's posed and phrased we don't see it as interesting because obviously Halme has suffered with her husband leaving her and never calling her and things like that. So and then you know we have the the divorce between the mom and the dad and oh, oh I just want to say that the actor that plays Namsoon's dad, he's a phenomenal actor. You know, I'm watching Castaway Diva as well and he's actually uh Jonggi-ho's dad in that in that show and he plays like a completely different persona in that show right he's like this evil cop of user there and in this show he's just like this lovable dad that lost his daughter and is you know he's pining for his wife in this in this way or his ex-wife right when he sees her with with bangshi bread <laughs> i love his name bread so we see just i think that actor is just such a good actor that that he can play those roles and and just you know I'll watch him and want to be like wait a minute that was him and and now I don't I'm not scared of him so so he he's doing a great job you know obviously my feelings for the drama may not be shared with everybody I think a lot of people do share them though so I and I understand and I think you know that hopefully they have a lessons learned or something and and not clear to me how much say Netflix has on 
on how they do the dramas, right? I know that Netflix, you know, we watch it on Netflix, but really is is a JTBC drama, and and they're the ones I think that did the casting, directing. I think Netflix basically pays for the rights to show them to us, but but they also get to put their name on it. I don't know. Now, I think one thing I know about Netflix is they're a super data-oriented company. So I know that they're going to take all of that data and process it. And, you know, it's they, they, they can do the data, the deep dive and tell us like, yeah, we made a mistake or no, we didn't mis- made a mistake. And maybe it's just, you know, I'm in the minority and, and everybody is rooting for Gangi Sheik and, and I'm soon to be together, which and I'm not necessarily not rooting for them. And I know that she wasn't going to end up with, with Shio. I've known that since she kissed uh, Gangishik, I, I knew that she wasn't going to end up with him. But I just wanted to see some, I think, empathy because we're feeling empathy for him. So it's hard to see that and just have this guy just be left out on his own. If the writers and, and directors had done a better job, what I would have liked to see is that she does start to feel something for him. It doesn't need to be romantic love, but it needs to be some kind of maybe even pity or just wanting to make him a better person and knowing that there's good in him and and finding more about his childhood and why he's the way he is and what has made him come this way, right? And, And he tells her that he needs her why does he need her kind of like just instead of laughing and and giggling or whatever why does does he feel that way and and why does he actually like her you know maybe she'd find out and help him find out that he actually isn't in love with her he's just never had a friend or anyone to talk to or anyone that he felt wasn't equal to him so I just would have liked to see that I think that would have been a much more compelling drama right now you know, we have this weird, it's not quite comedy because it doesn't really make us laugh. It's not really a thriller. It's not really romantic. So so it's just sort of this kind of this limbo drama that we're just waiting to end. And basically, we're like, okay, is he going to die or not? And and I think the, the fight between them is, is going to be pretty brutal and just try to make us not like him as much as we have obviously you know they want us to cheer for Gangnam soon but I don't know that that I can because I just feel like she's been lying to him and just I don't know I just I can't like she's such a hypocrite to me when she's calling him a dirt bag and she's lying to his face about trusting her and you know getting all this information which I I think we're supposed to think it's cool but then at the same time it's like okay you guys are just violating all these civil rights and and getting illegal evidence to get someone right so I think that's always something that especially if we're in the U.S. we're kind of maybe sensitive to because we we do have such a thing as innocent until proving guilty and you need to get warrants and you need to get things nobody can just come in your home right a policeman can't just come in my home or send, you know, I guess she's technically doesn't need a warrant. She's just committing a crime by by trespassing, but she's technically not trespassing. But she, it's like, you know, there is such a thing as a corporate espionage as well. You're not allowed to do that for reasons, right? So, so whatever it is that she thinks she's bypassing, she's definitely committing a crime. And then, you know, the police are bypassing all these protocols instead of, you know, the evidence they use to try to get the warrant is illegal. So 
you can't really get a warrant with that. You're not supposed to be able to. But yet they think it's okay. And, and you know, they're, they're, of course, airing out all these allegations on the news. And, and you're really not supposed to be able to do that unless you can really prove that that's the case, which... You know, obviously, like one puffy jacket isn't going to prove that that he's selling drugs. That just seems kind of dumb because how can they prove that where they got the puffy jacket or, or because the jacket was obtained illegally by somebody who's not a police person? So the whole the whole thing, I feel like, is just falling apart for me as far as, you know, them not having just the legal aspects. Of it. And maybe I'm being too technical and I should just you know, go along with the ride and enjoy it. But I'm really just not, especially because I has start I started to dislike Gangnam Soo. And I acknowledge that, right? I really liked her. And then just, I just didn't see her just do any better or, or really do any worse. She's exactly the same. So if you're watching the drama, you know, I hope that you're at least enjoying it. I hope that you have some feel-good moments with her and Gang Yishik. I know this is a bit of a downer for if you're really enjoying the drama. I But I do appreciate you listening to my opinion and, and what I thought. Yeah, so I think we'll see the end next next week. It'll be two more weeks. I mean, one more week of this. And, and then I think I can I can close this chapter and just be like, oh... Not as good as the first one. Watch the original, you know, if you want to see strong a strong girl. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and I hope you have a great day. Thank you and make sure to like and subscribe.